Welcome to episode 29, 29, that's almost 30, of Shanlin on Batman. I am Justin Shanlin. Tonight in the podcast cave, mm-hmm. we have the best of the best people in the house. We have Tom Harper and Douchebag. <laughs> wow. Oh, sorry, that's not me. Sorry. It's, it's Kyle Davis. <laughs> so but wait, Kyle Davis is the douchebag? Or? No. Is Tom the douchebag? There, there's most- a douchebag in here. I don't know who it is, though. Oh, yeah, we, we, we decided that we had a nominee for biggest douchebag in the universe earlier. <laughs> it's, I hope it's not me. It was. You were late. I was not late. That's true. We didn't really have a set determined time to do this. But it's a full moon, so we're getting ready to uh, get crazy. It's really nice outside tonight, it's too. It's gorgeous out, finally. We're thinking about one of these times we're just going to podcast, buy a fire, drink some beer barbecue eat some burgers while we're podcasting just how awesome in other words be? by the end of the podcast we'll all be wasted and it'll be nothing about batman you won't even know the difference <laughs> <laughs> all right justin so what's been happening um as of recent so tonight we're gonna uh talk about endgame we're gonna talk about that arkham knight trailer that yeah, if you haven't read endgame spoilers as fuck Turn this podcast off now until well, you not, read not Endgame. Yeah, like we well, haven't gotten into it. We will yet. announce spoiler warning before we get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we're gonna talk about the Suicide yeah. Squad photos that dropped like an hour and a half ago. This is exclusive right now. Exclusive scoops, 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 scoops. So before we jump into that, how is everyone? Not bad. We it's been a, it's been a minute since we've all been together. Free comic book day was fucking awesome. It was pretty. Nice. I didn't. I wasn't able to go. You were at work, but I was yeah. able to go. I got my fair share of free comic books. Um, there was a cool um, number forty. No, 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 no. There's actually a cool Batman Beyond. Oh, what the fuck? for free comic book day, and it's uh, the new fifty two futures end, and it's. Number zero, I special edition. Nice. How much do you want? I'll pay you uh, for it. I'm not going to get rid of it because Here's I a little interesting it. tidbit about that. I'll let you guys know. Okay. If you go online to the DC's comic reader, that's actually one of the available free comics you can get on there. Woohoo! Awesome. So you, if you want to read... So you can get an e-version of it for Future's free. Future's End. You can get it for free. If yep. you got, they uh, also have a couple e-book. of other comics on there, too. You should check it out. So something we're going to do tonight that we've been wanting to do is really break down one of Scott Snyder's... Uh, comic book series runs and it's perfect time to break down endgame since endgame is finally over that six issues ended has the end game has ended and everyone's gearing up for convergence and there's like rumors going around what's going on with that we won't talk about that here like we'll talk about what happened in the comics because obviously we haven't gotten to it's not june yet so we're not going to get to that convergence yet and see what happens well, we'll. I'm sure we'll talk about it when it happens, when we when we get like the finalized <laughs> version of it. Um, but yeah, let's break first. Let's break down that uh, Arkham Knight trailer. Like, what'd you get, what, Kyle? I know you kind of like try to stay away from like game trailers. Have I, you been able to pick it up? Really? I did watch it just because I was curious because I knew there was going to be a couple of information bombs in there. Uh, some of the notable things to note from the trailer was. It showed uh, Robin and Nightwing as characters. So 
It kind of confirms that they're going to be in the game, whether you're playing as them or they're just like allies. It's not completely confirmed whether or not what's going to happen, but they're in the game in some fashion, so you get to see them. And a couple of other things you see from the trailer is uh, you, you get to know a little bit more about the antagonist of the game, the Arkham Knight, so to say. And it looks like his motivation is he's uh, like gathering an army of sorts to storm Arkham. So that's going to be interesting. It's so epic, and it looks so vast. It's like they took the they took the idea of Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and like converged it with uh, like maybe some GTA. Maybe I'm the only one who sees that, just with that larger than life. It, de- world. it definitely looks like it's going to be the largest Arkham game to date, with the most freedom available. Just to epic, you. yeah. And like it, it looks really good, and I'm excited to play the with the Batmobile, but I, I have a few questions for you, Kyle. Right. The season pass and stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you break down, like, how much the season pass costs? What is a season pass? Because I am not an avid gamer. Like, I play, like, the most games I play is, like, maybe Madden every once in a while, and uh, obviously the Arkham games and GTA, but, like, when it comes down to it, I'm not a frequent gamer. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. like, spending copious amounts of time which is fine like if you like playing video games that's your thing i like watch movies netflix whatever can you break down what a what a season pass is how much it costs and if we should or should not get it all right i'll go ahead and do that uh first pause this so, so well, it's okay so first off what a season pass is is a uh, it's a way to spend an upfront fee to get access to a certain amount of downloadable content for the game that's going to be coming out uh, it's, download co- content is uh, just a way to like keep adding on to your game after you finish playing the default base of it. So it's in-game content. It's in-game content in a way that it's just more content that they add. It maybe doesn't fit with the game by by itself, but it's a way to mm, add okay. it on later on for the few people that would want so this like a specific content. mission where maybe Two Face made no sense. Like, like for for yeah. example, one of the pieces of content in the season pass is a little side campaign where you get to play as a uh, Batgirl. Oh, okay. So, like, maybe that's something that wouldn't necessarily have fit in the game at the first place. Okay. But it's something that they'll add in later for those who want to play as Batgirl. It's going to be fun, yeah. So the game is pretty much... So the game's done with. So this is something that they didn't have time to put into the main story of the game. And it's like, here, thanks for being a fan, but you got to pay for this, obviously. Kind of. And that kind of brings me on to my next point of, like, the cost of the content because it's what forty nine ninety nine thirty nine ninety nine I think okay. I don't remember exactly but it's something like forty bucks so in in it includes uh, they said like five pieces of content but when they broke down what the content was is there was going to be one piece that was like a little a couple of side missions where you play as Batgirl there was another one where you pl- pl- use the uh, Batmobile and you're like doing races or something like that okay mm-hmm. that sounds cool. Uh, a couple, there were a couple other ones where you play as villains through side missions. There wasn't much content said about that, so I'm not really too familiar with it. And what was the last thing? There was one more piece, but I'm kind of forgetting what it is. But anyway, when it comes down to it, you're getting five pieces of content, which would normally go for about 10 to $15 a piece, and you're getting it for $40. So in that way, it's kind of a value, but the issue I have with it kind of just goes back to the idea of the season pass being offered, but it's be- it's like six months though, right? That's all you get with it. 
Yeah, it's good for like all content for the first like six or so months. And anything past that, they may release another season pass or just be individually sold. Okay. However, the problem with that is if you're promising money up front for something that's not even done, you have to. there's risks involved with that. Like They could decide to change their plan and scrap an idea for a piece of content, and now you paid for it, but it's never actually coming out. Yeah. So, so, what you're, so are you saying we should wait on that? I am usually one to advocate like for downloadable content. Wait until after it comes out, and then buy it if you know it's going to be really good. Don't just buy it because you're going to save a couple bucks on it. Right. So, like, after each piece of content comes out, definitely evaluate it and, you know, like, read other people's opinions on it. Watch some gameplay, see if it's something that you think would be really fun. Because I'm sure not everyone's going to enjoy the the Batmobile piece of DLC where you're, like, skinning out the Batmobile and driving around racing or whatever. Right. Maybe that's not for everyone. Maybe someone doesn't want to play as Batgirl. They just don't want to. So, um, Usually what happens at the end of games like a year year and a half later they have the greatest hits yep like with play I, like i only i only buy playstation like stuff yep. i only have a ps i have a, P, a ps3 and ps4 and cal does all his stuff pc tom has an xbox they do the greatest hits now do you think we should wait for the greatest hits come out because usually that's 20 bucks and you get everything with it mm-hmm. right all the downloadable content all the skins right is that usually how it goes it tends to vary a bit based on who the publisher of the game is. In this case, we have Warner Brother Games as the publisher, and they've in the past done lots of these Game of the Year editions or so, with the, especially the Arkham games. So I think it's almost a guarantee that they're going to eventually do that, maybe two years from now. You yeah, know, like $20, $20 or $30, you get the main game plus whatever was in the season pass. So if you're really into wanting to play everything, but you know maybe not having time right now, or you just don't have the money, you could definitely wait, and I think you'll get the best value later on for the package. Definitely. So after, so you're saying just kind of just buy, buy the game, obviously, because it's going to be awesome. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any question that the game will, will be amazing, just from what we've seen. The people that have been involved in it have been pretty incredible, like, since they've improved with every game from Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, and now we're going to go Arkham Knight. And... Can you do you remember who did the Arkham Origins? Because it wasn't Rocksteady; it was another mm. studio. It's like they just took the engine of it and just kind of like packaged together something quick. I want to say it was an in-house team at Warner Brothers Studios. They're they, they're not really affiliated by themselves; they're more like they're directly tied to Warner Brothers. So I think that was the case of it. They don't; they're not really capable of going out and working on their own for other projects. So do you do you think that uh, after Arkham Knight's a huge success? They'll just farm out another, like, I wouldn't say, like, a direct Arkham game like that, like how they did with Arkham Origins. Do you think they'll have something like that? Because I enjoy the Arkham games. They're Mm -hmm. fun. Like, I feel like I'm Batman. I soar through the city. Do you think that they will eventually farm out like they did with Arkham Origins, something like that? It's going to depend on legalities of things, depending on like who actually owns the name to the Arkham games, which I believe would be Warner Brothers. So if that's the case, we very well could just see a bunch of spin-off titles of Arkham games or Justice League games or whatever in the future for the movies from Warner Brothers Studios, and not exactly Rocksteady doing them. They're probably going to move on to other projects. Do you th- Why, though? They're so successful with... 
the Arkham and like I've only like just from what I know of them, they've really only done Batman games. Do you think they're just like oh we've said what we've said about Batman, we've done all that we can, like we told the stories we want to tell. But they could. They don't have to open it. They, it doesn't have to be a base, essentially based in Arkham, like the Arkham City. They could branch out throughout all of Gotham. They could, but I think it all comes down just to fatigue. And you know, this is going to be their third Arkham game. And sure, there's slight differences between them, but they're all kind of in a way similar in style. And I think they're finally just getting to a point where now where they want to either branch off from a non-licensed title like Batman and just be able to express more creative freedom or they're just tired of, you know, making the same game in a way and they just want to do something different. So between one of those two reasons, that's, that's probably why they're moving on. They've had success creating titles of, for other companies. So I don't think they're going to have any problem finding work somewhere and making a really good title. Do you think that there in the future, there will be a Batman game that kind of feels like Arkham or do you think this is just close the book on all of this kind of content, This the the way that we play as Batman in these games. I'm I'm pretty sure that like the in-house Warner Brothers studio will probably continue making Arkham games in the future. Maybe not directly based on the whole story they have going, but maybe like they'll be used for uh, tie-in events that happen in the, the upcoming DC Cinematic Universe movies somehow. Right. Like I, I'm almost certain maybe... What is it, like four or five years from now when a solo Batman movie comes out, that there'll probably be something tied to that. I would... Uh, go ahead, Tom. of tying something into that, during this trailer, and it had never occurred to me until I was just listening to it with this low volume, and my face is in, like closer to the speakers than your guys's. But I think I'm really close to where I heard it. I want to ask you guys if you hear anything kind of like just that that's recognizable that we've heard already. Oh, let me turn it up. I can't hear anything, Tom. What do you hear? The Junkie XL stuff? That's the yeah. Junkie XL music. I didn't even notice that. Is that not amazing? Well, I heard that at the very beginning there's the ding, like the little... Yeah, 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 but I mean, the, like, it just... I, mean, I guess I didn't listen to it like that. It didn't occur to me until now. Like, that's kind of awesome. I think... The, do you, Kyle, do you think that they kind of postponed it to be... Because they moved the movie back, then it was like a few months later they postponed, they postponed it. The game. They postponed the game. Do you think that the, this will issue? be the Batman movie of summer 2015, this game? Or do you think they postponed it because they were still working out bugs and kinks? There could be many reasons why they postponed it. Like you already mentioned, maybe they want to move the date up so that's closer to the release of Batman vs Superman. That's that's a valid reason. Maybe there were so issues they were trying to work out in the bugs of the game, so that's an issue. Maybe they wanted to bump it up so that there was more time to work on the the DLC and the season pass, so that they could announce the season pass before the game came comes out and try to sell both of them at the same time. That's a business. Strategy yeah, they could have yeah. been employing because it was supposed to come out in last October or November, yes. right? So they moved it, to, and then they moved it again to June twenty third. This game better play its fucking self. Yeah, <laughs> game just play itself. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, I just like I said, like for me, I don't want. I have enjoyed all the Arkham games like thoroughly. Like they're fun. Yes. They're vast. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it, unanimous with the three of us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just really don't want it to end, so I'm kind of like feeling like, aww. 
Oh, no more. Yeah, but, if I could like wake up every morning to a new mission on one of my Batman games, like I'd just be Yeah, like that'd be Christmas static. every morning. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I'd look forward to so, it. So yeah, look for us in a future episode after the game um comes out. We're gonna definitely really just probably do a two hour We'll probably watch our own Kyle Davis uh, play through it and talk about it yeah, as he plays. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, there'll probably be hours and hours of content probably made back at least me that you guys can enjoy. So definitely uh, keep an ear on what we're doing, and we'll be what's talking your, more about your it. Stream, yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, your stream? Yeah, if you're interested in what I do, check me out on Twitch.tv forward slash the Mister Toodles. I am on there usually playing games and talking to viewers on a daily basis, Monday through Friday usually. It's what? pretty fucking funny, too. I just released a new highlight reel on my YouTube channel. You can check that out as well. Oh, check what's that your, out. What's your YouTube channel? Uh, I'm not big enough yet to have my own unique URL, so if you want to just go ahead and look at my Twitter or my Twitch channel, there should be links to it there. And if you want to find any information other than what he just gave you, hit up our website, www.shanleyandonbatman.com. You can check out our bios. Uh, we all you can get to our personal Facebook pages, our personal Twitter pages. You can ask us questions. I'm more on Twitter because I just like that. I'm if more you on whatever. So. If you if you want to hit me up on Facebook, there's no question about. I'm that. pretty sure Twitter is the best way to get a hold of us. If you're interested in that, yeah, I check everything. Email. Yeah, I Twitter, check everything too, Facebook. but like I'm I'm looking more at Twitter more often because Twitter's where they drop because a lot Twitter. of stuff on Twitter, which leads next to our great. Twitter reveal of like two hours ago now. This is breaking news. Yeah, like I'm just always good at those transitions, you guys. Like always. if you if you want to go to um, there you go. That's there you go. Um, so Dave last night, uh, David Ader said uh, on Twitter, he's like, "Hang on for it, guys." Sui- hashtag Suicide Squad or something like that. So I was like, "Oh shit, are we gonna get like like a trailer?" Like I was really hoping for a trailer of Suicide Squad, but no, he released a photo. Of the entire Suicide Squad, without the Joker, he took the picture. That's what I was saying. Yeah, he could have. And we finally get our first reveal of Will Smith as Deadshot, Killer Croc, wow. um, Harley Quinn. I cannot. I just want to take her home with me. <laughs> oh my god, the gang's all here. You could say. I'd like to gang something with her. <laughs> So, yeah, we finally got our first reveal from David Ayer. And I'm really happy with how everything kind of looks. Like, there's a lot of negative feedback, obviously. Heard, oh, my God, yeah. it's too dark. I've and... heard a couple people in the Twitter sphere say that the, the costumes look a little cheap or tacky. What do you say about I that? I don't think so. I think, like, they're trying to, like... They're, they're criminals. They're all criminals. They've all been in prison, jail, whatever. I mean, like, do you think they're gonna have this like high-tech, awesome armor and shit? Like, yeah, I mean, come on, like, they're giving them bare bones. Like, Deadshot's lucky he got his fucking guns. Like, come on. Like, I like the Deadshot look too. I think Will Smith, he, looks, I think Will Smith looks amazing. Oh, yeah. as Deadshot. Pull up that photo with the, of, where he's got the face on. Yeah, pull, that looks pull up great. that uh, that mask, that white mask that his. Because Will Smith, after like twenty or thirty minutes after. They reveal the Suicide Squad photo of date from David Ayer. Will Smith on his Facebook page um, uh, posted a photo of him in full Deadshot regalia, and it's so sweet. And it made me really hope and pray that this that the solo Batman movie is like there's Deadshot in it. Like I'd love to see Will Smith in a solo Batman movie. Yeah, that'd be a nice off, little cameo there. Facing off against Ben Affleck, like maybe the Joker. 
you know, makes uh, all the squad, like, go after uh, Batman or something like that. would be really... What do you guys think of the look so far? And, uh, yeah, if you guys want to see the pictures, I would recommend going to David Ayer's Twitter page. He should have both of them on there somewhere. It's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, like, like Justin was just asking, I, I think both of the costumes... Well, not both of them, but like, all the costumes in general look fair enough. Like... Some of the lesser-known characters, like maybe Rick Flagg or Captain Boomerang, they're they're passable. Like like I said, they're criminals, so they're not gonna have the nicest gear. But some of them, like Deadshots and Killer Croc, they look fantastic. I that Killer Croc, like they were able to, it was like a perfect uh, molding of like the animated series Killer Croc. I was worried that they'd go all out with like the CGI and make him look yeah, like a monster yeah, of yeah, some yeah, sort. Yeah, yeah. But no, he looks rather like humanoid. Foot tall, like yeah. nine foot tall, like just huge. Like yeah. I thought that honestly, like I thought they're going to go like l- the lizard from the amazing Spider-Man. Movie. Oh God, please. No. And just, how just, bad just that looks. Shut, shut your mouth. Just shut, <laughs> shut your mouth. We don't talk about you Spider-Man on this show. Can I, can I be, I know this no. is Batman, but can shut I ask you one thing? <laughs> At the beginning of the Avengers uh, Age of Ultron, did you was it just me or did you think that CGI was really fucking bad? For which part? The very big. Like, I didn't very, see it, and I beginning. think it's really bad. No, I'm kidding. I didn't <laughs> see it though. Like I know Kyle saw. It. I don't think the CGI was overly done by any means. I, it didn't. There wasn't enough CGI to like make me distracted by. Like what I was didn't. Going I on. thought it was hokey, but maybe it's because I was watching it in 3D. That there's a problem. Like I, I watched it in 2D, so it was acceptable. So it was really fucking bad in 3D. Man, you guys like, should go all out and go to one of those 4D movie theaters where they throw water at you and shit. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Just think how there's not a 4D. I want to see Star movie. Wars in 4D. Oh man, I won't be able to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. I'm getting sand in my ass. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like the look of it so far. I think Killer Croc's really good. There's like a few characters that like I don't know Katana. That well, and I don't know El Diablo that well. Me and, like, either, but he looks great. Like, they're all interesting. They all have, like, their own look to it, and, like, nothing... Like, there's not a... There's not a... A character that looks exactly the same. Like, they, it all kind of, like, feels uh, of a piece, <laughs> but they're, they're, they're all, like... They all have their own characterization. And you know what? I really do, like... I saw a lot of people give, uh... The Harley Quinn, they're like, oh man, they deviated way too far away from the comics. What? 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 That's what I saw. I'm like, that's what I saw on Twitter. But like, I really fucking, and I posted on Twitter like, there's a tattoo on her leg, on her left leg. There's a few of them actually. That says pudding on it. I was oh, like, oh yeah. Oh snake. Yeah. That I did not know. Yeah. It's hard to get full sized images. I mean, what did you think, Tom? Other than you wanted to bust a nut when you saw... Well, uh, yeah, other than Harley Quinn's just gorgeous. I mean, I was I was really pumped, like you said, about the Killer Croc not being ridiculous in CGI. But, uh, I mean, Will Smith is incredible looking, hopefully. I mean, it's Will Smith. He's not going to play a bad role. It's, yeah, like... It's Will I, Smith. I... Unless season in that might shine a lot totally passable. I know? think there's I bigger mean, problems. What does he do? He throws, he throws boomerangs, so, I mean... I, I think they'll totally do a fair he's, enough job, giving I enough mean, char- each character enough of a chance to really shine. Yeah, I was hoping to see Amanda Waller, though, and the Joker. I was hoping to see that. That was the first thing I looked for frantically when I saw this picture come up. I was like, oh, But then I remember going to uh, What's that? Snapchat right now. 
or to the earlier today, and Jared Leto's in Berlin. I believe he's playing music. Like he's right been now. like back and forth since like right, the right, right. So maybe he's just not there at the moment to be in the picture, or maybe he simply took it. What were you gonna ask though? That w- that uh, that banner. What does it say? Bell. What does it say? I can't read it. Like I'm having just welcome diff- to enhance. Bell enhance. Enhance. Scroll oh. down. There we go. You know, Bell Five or what is Bell- that? Guys, we can't read. It's really weird. It, it's faded there, but like... I couldn't read it. I don't know. I can't read it either. Alright, so... Do you think this specu- Do you think this is going to fuel the speculation that the Jared Leto Joker pictures aren't exactly true to what's going to happen? I heard rumors that there's like other versions that are supposed to be coming out of him looking different... <laughs> Do you think it only like increases the speculation for that? Well, there there has been confirmed news that Harley will. Well, I wouldn't say confirmed news because obviously we haven't seen it. But Unofficial news. There has been rumors that Harley will have different looks throughout the film, like six or seven different costumes. And that's classic Harley, though. Um, yeah. I I really do feel like it will. There will be it will scream like the Dark Knight Returns. Like I feel like he'll be in like that white suit or whatever that. I I think like he'll be in that. I think like he'll. There's a lot of people talking about like he'll be shirtless in the movie. I don't know. Like I feel like he'll be in he won't have the makeup on when he I guess is he's in shirtless because of the whole prison thing, you know? Like I mean I guess, but like it's so cliched on. though. And it's like every prison movie you ever see, like even like like the the beginning of the departed Leo had a he had, like to me like that's really cliche. Um I think I think we'll get a classic, you know, everyone's pretty much like for the most part, like, it pretty much is, like, their comic book variations. I mean, other than Deadshot. Deadshot, you had, they had to go a little bit more tactical with them. Like, if as I'm looking at uh, Will Smith as Deadshot, um, he's more tactical, like, SWAT team without the yeah, mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and, like, everyone and, looks like yeah. everyone has, like, pretty... For the most part, other than Deadshot... Everyone looks like their they comic went book. to the local like military supply store and got ready to right. But yeah, yeah, their normal counterpart comic book. On I mean, TV and we still haven't yet. seen what Common looks like or Scott Eastwood. That's true. Because Common was cast. Like, well, there's a lot of speculation that he could be Green Lantern, which I don't think that's the case. I think he will be Black Manta, which is an Aquaman villain. Like, if this movie set is supposed to set mm. up. All of the, the villains, villains from for the DC upcoming solos, right? Like that would make a lot of sense to me, and like like all these can cross pollinate, cross breed throughout the DCCU, and that'd be oh, that'd be really interesting to see uh, with all that. So I'm excited for I'm every the more they're feeding the beast for me to make me want to see this more than Batman v Superman. Yep, mm-hmm. just because I've already kind of seen a Batman movie before, like many of them. I haven't seen, like, a straight-up, like, villain all the movie. DC villains in one film kind of movie. So it makes me really interested to see, like, who's going to have a cameo. And there's speculation that Ben will be in Suicide Squad as well. He's uh, been seen on the set, has he not? Yeah, he's been. There's been photos of him as Bruce Wayne on the set. So I would really, like, so it just makes me really more, like, that much more excited. And the Harley look, I really like that. Like, she's, like, she's, like, she's... 
they have to really balance a lot with Harley because you don't want. I don't think you want to go like full that red, like that red and black leotard she has on, because then that would that'd be like for me anyway. Like as much as I want to see that, I kind of like really, I really want to see like a more uh, real world like stylized version of that than like a straight up like cartoony. Because I feel like once you get her in the black and red leotard. She is uh, more, like, cartoony. Like, she's not as visceral. Like, I mean, maybe that's me. I don't know. I don't know. I think she looked good in the black, red and black leads. I'd like to see the mask on her face, though, you know? That's, yeah. like, one thing that I'd really like. I think, man, like, just the way she is right there, if they just would have put, like, a cute little blue or red mask she's on her face. She's very like, cute. She is, too. It's just, like... And, like, I don't know, I, can't, I could go on about her forever, but, like, <laughs> the last thing I'm going to say is just fucking A-plus on those boots. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. All She's right. Good. That's probably So, th- thumbs up from us for the picture? Yeah, I'm, like, oh, I'm not, it, it doesn't, like, scream, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did it, but I'm, like, satisfied with it. Uh, yeah, I'm satisfied with it. It's, like, I, I'm, I'm just not going to feed the beast of the negative, negative bullshit that's been going on. Like, it's just weird to me, like, that has been happening with everything DC reveals. It doesn't matter what it is. Haters gonna hate, yo. We've got a few haters on... Yeah, we got haters, whatever. And remember that guy who was giving me shit on that Facebook page? Yeah. He fucking sent me a message, like, the day after. He's like, oh, I tried to add you on Facebook. (laughs) It didn't happen. It's like, what? Because I went through my other, like, it was he didn't, he sent me a message, but it went to, like, the other folder. Yeah, so according to this guy, if you, uh... If you read someone's book because you're going to later talk to them about said book, you are a tool and an idiot. So that makes sense. Thank you, and you know, like, like I just tools and idiots. So I just think it's funny because Shailene on Batman, we're tools and idiots. New hashtag. I just think, I th- I just think that it's funny because he was giving me shit for having him on call their podcast a shodcast is like well it's funny because i'm the one who actually gets to talk to him and you just get to sit behind a computer and type so Damn. go fuck yourself boom well but so we actually gathered here today because we want to talk about on to the main event end game all this amazing news that we just spoke of happened amazingly today because we're, good at we're just lucky like, like that. that. Yeah, we're yeah. good at timing. We're, it always seems like we're. It always seems like even la- like with the last few times Mark's been on, they, they've been able to drop stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the last time Mark was on, they dropped... Mark just knows everything. He times it that way. <laughs> they dropped Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. The last time uh, he oh. was on with we did. There's a future Batman Forever commentary track that's on. Uh, we're coming the soon. day before Jared Leto's was as like the Joker. Like that first photo, so like that's why I really like looking forward to having Mark on because whenever <laughs> Mark's on, the last few times they drop stuff. So we should have Mark on more often. Yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's talk Endgame. Spoiler so, warning. Yeah. Yeah. If you have not read Endgame, turn this podcast off now. It's simple. I mean, you should go you check for, out our other episodes. Thank you for listening to all the Suicide Squad info. And we are the gonna trailer go through, talk. Yeah, the trailer talk. But we are gonna go through. All six issues, so turn it off. Listen to something else. Okay. Last warning. Three, two, one. Spoilers. Yep. Holy shit, can you guys believe... I'm I'm just kidding, I'm not going to spoil it right now. 
Um, what, so, as a whole, I really enjoyed Endgame. And this is, like, I'm just going to give some surface-level stuff before we, like, dissect it. Because what are we at? We're, like, 30 minutes into this podcast already, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Like, I can't see it from here, but it looks like we're at... Like, yeah, we're at 30. It's cool. Um, so, overall, I really enjoyed it. I really love the story. I love the art. I have a few issues with it, though. The first issue is it seemed rushed. It really seemed rushed, like, from issue from from the six-part issue um, like, of Endgame. Do you, do you think DC really wanted to have things wrapped up by 40 so that they can start off 41 as a new series? I mean, I guess, but at the same time, it's like... It just felt so rushed. Like, things like... When... When Batman and issue thirty nine is like, all right, I need all the villains to help me. Like I was hoping to see like a lot of that in like the next issue, but that was like that was like two that or three it. panels. Yeah, it was like a panel, yeah. Um, and I really did not like that ending because a it felt ambiguous and b I was really confused. I don't think we were all completely sure of what was happening at the end, like. They kind of Chris Nolan did a bit, and this kind of left it open for interpretation, in my opinion. Like, so, I mean, is Batman dead? I don't know. Is the Joker dead? I don't know. They kind of left it to its own thing, because the last thing we saw was Batman laying on the ground in, like, that cave, um, saying, uh, you know, I'm just going to lay here by my friend right now, speaking of the Joker. And then, like, it cuts to, like, like the aftermath of the Joker's, like, plot that had been going on of everyone kind of cleaning up, like, the... The aftermath, yeah. The catastrophic events from the Joker. And they throw that... I don't know. Like, to me, it was really... Felt rushed, and that ending didn't, for me, didn't do anything. Well, let's piece this all together, shall we? Want to start at the beginning of Endgame? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Batman issue 35, which is Endgame part one. Sir. Uh... Everything starts off with, um, if I remember correctly, Bruce Wayne is kind of just having a normal day. It's like the and was then, it the the aftermath of Zero Year, right? It was the aftermath of Zero Year. Uh, if you haven't read that series yet, you should definitely go do it. It's a fantastic Riddler story. Is it? I don't want to get that mixed up. Was it the aftermath of Zero Year? Because if if it is, like that'd be really weird. Because that was like his like origin story and everything. Like the jump from origin story to like Endgame. It probably wasn't since there was a big jump there. Like, what? What is the first few panels of thirty-five? I can't it remember. Is here you go. Yeah, let's take a look at this. Oh yes, uh, everything seems normal, and then a big like cloud of gas appears in yep, Gotham City, yep, 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 yep. and the reporters are saying how you know it's forming this perfect circular. It's like a stadium or an arena of some sort, and then Batman shows up and he's in like. Hulkbuster armor of some sort. Right, like, right. Yeah. He's he's to it. <laughs> yeah, we just saw Avengers. We're talking about that. Anyways, like that's how that starts off, and then immediately jumps to the next panel, and Batman's having crazy visions of his death. Apparently, that's been an ongoing thing for him. Mm-hmm. So, as a, as a result of that, you know he's visiting the doctor, or whatever, and Alfred's helping him out, trying to get recovered, and the stuff just go, starts going crazy when. All of a sudden, 
Wonder Woman just comes flying into the room and tries to kidnap Bruce Wayne. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. She's just like, you're coming with me whether you like it or not, motherfucker. Like, that's literally what just happens. Like, yeah. She just flies in, she steals him. She pretty much says that. Like, you're coming with me. There's no, there's no no to this. You're just coming. And when Bruce tries to get answers from her... No answers. All she really says is, it's time for you to die. Like, no, there's like no reason. Yeah. She, she just says that. And then, you know, one by one... After he gets through all it up, the Justice League, just shows all the up. Justice League show, all like, of them. He beats oh, them. No, not like, every like single one from a like, couple of the bigger ones. Like, every single one of them. He, <laughs> he, every single one ever. Like, he beats the shit out Wonder Woman, <laughs> Bruce Wayne. And then the Flash shows up and he takes them out in like a single blow, pretty much. And then Aquaman shows up. I love the Aquaman stuff though. When he like he pretty much what Batman has to do throughout, he's like has to figure out like. He's fighting up, up against, like, their greatest strength, and he's able to, like, checkmate all, like, the DC heroes. Exactly. Like, he has, like, ways to, like, disarm this person, fight that person, like... like he. Not only did he fight beside him, he studied every single move ever. Like, and, like, does he, he fights Green Lantern in it, too, right? I did not see Green Lantern in this. I don't believe he's in. He goes so, straight from Wonder Woman to Flash to Aquaman... And finally, the Man of Steel himself. That was an epic fight. And, mm-hmm. like, I liked how it, like, the end of issue one, where, uh... It ends with a cliffhanger. Like, that cliffhanger of, like, it's like Superman has, like, this really, like, rictus, like, Joker grin, but you're like, is he the Joker? Is he not the Joker? And it's like... He, d- he just starts doing the ha-ha-ha laugh after trying to get answers... After Bruce tries to get answers from him, and... Look got- at Kyle take over the podcast Hell tonight. yeah. Whoa, none of you guys Run are doing it. Shit. Run that shit. Do your stuff. <laughs> no, you God can- damn. You can do it. We'll- fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when Kyle comes. <laughs> are you spying on me, Justin? <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Damn it. I heard that you had a threesome the other day, so... True like... story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so issue 35. I enjoyed it. It was good. I really like issue 36, though. When he when he is, like, epic battling Superman. He's like, come on, Clark. Come on, Clark. I agree. I think issue 36 was probably my favorite of the whole in-game series. It, it starts off with... Right where 35 ends with uh, Batman fighting the Jokered out Superman, and they have a really epic battle, which oh, lasts yeah. like over half of the book right there, half the, of the issue. It kind of screamed, it was like the best of like Batman fighting Superman. Like, uh, like there, it felt like Dark Knight Returns, but it felt like something fresh and new. It kind of felt like the Batman, when Batman in Batman Beyond, where Batman fights uh, Superman as well. Like, there was just a lot of like. A lot of awesome things would go off. I enjoyed it. Like, again, he's like... And there's, like, a great line. He's like, it doesn't matter. There, I think it's something like... There's no one who really wins when we fight each other. It kind of, like, we kind of, like, beat each it's other down. double negative, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed that line. It's really well written in the... the like, every... Like, there's a lot of heart and soul... Put into it, like, I really like Scott Snyder's writing. Like, he has been doing, like, kick-ass for 40 issues on Batman. Definitely. And I really love Greg Capullo's stuff in it as well. Like, it's really great stuff. Like, I lo- like he is really at the 
his peak Batman right now. Like, I'm not saying, like, he's been shitty from the beginning. Like, he's been really good, but, like, he is just, like, a master with how he's able to compose shots, how he's able to really make it cinematic as fuck. There's so many amazing things. It's He's able to balance, like, that epic action and have the intimate storytelling put into it as well. And I really appreciate everything that he does because he is right now my favorite Batman artist you know other than like Lee Bermejo and uh Jason Fabok but like I really like the the team that he has with Scott Snyder like they you can really tell that they feed off each other yeah yeah like the artwork is it it's just next to nothing like it's wow right now like the covers that they've been putting out and stuff, like, I mean, with the exclusion of the number 40, like, I, that's kind of, it's, it's a weak cover. I mean, let's I don't like it either. Yeah, I mean, and like, the co- the variant covers, like, they're, they've all been incredible. But I, I mean, like the like, 37 Darwin Cook one, that's my oh, favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which one is that? 37. I know, I'm sure, what's the cover look like? Pull it up. Why don't you just explain it? <laughs> Why don't you just explain it? Oh, I have it, don't I? Oh, the sideways one. Tom gets an opportunity to pull all of his variant covers and impress yeah, yeah, us all. Yeah, I have all the variant covers. So, you tell us about it. It's It's crazy, man. Um, first off, it's uh, instead of being like a normal... Uh, it looks like the animated series, like... Exactly, but instead of it being like a normal vertical comic cover, like, you have to turn it horizontal, landscape style. Or, uh, yeah. But, uh... It's cool. There's a giant Joker face, and like Justin said, it's kind of like the the animated series Batman, like with everybody, the Penguin. And we got Freeze up here. Like it's uh, it's totally worth checking out and getting a copy if you can get your hands on one. So continuing sure. on with uh, number thirty six, six, yep, which would be part two. Smash us a summary of that, Mister Kyle. Right, so after the battle with Superman, Batman goes back to his good old lab and is looking for answers and decides the best way to go about that is to visit places the Joker has been recently, since obviously the Joker has some part in this, which leads him back to Arkham Asylum and he starts investigating uh, Joker's cell and he's, he's talking about how it's kind of ironic that his cell is... 801, which, if you go through the letters, the eighth letter of the alphabet in the first one, it's spelled Ha, mm-hmm. which is the Joker's laugh there. Uh, he gets a visit there from, what's his name, Eric something? Border or something. Eric Border. I really like that stuff. Like, that was my, that might be my favorite, like, moments in, like, this run. Right. Really? Other than the action. Like, cause it, it's, he's trying to, like, give, like, different, like, it's, like, the first time in, like, the, for me, like, him with like him trying to be like a normal person like pass off as like a, like without scars and like his face decaying like he's really trying to portray himself as a regular everyday joe yeah and if you're not cool. sure what we're talking about this is part where eric Borg comes in who batman has always known as like the rookie security guard or whatever at the arkham asylum and he comes out the batman and starts talking to him really weird before locking him into the Joker cell and starts stripping makeup off his face to reveal that he's the Joker. The whole time. 
love his. I love his little like. He's like, how did you not know? How could you not see everything in front of you? And he was giving. I love how he's giving. Uh, yeah. He's giving like, like his explanation of his name. Like, can you f- pull that up and like read that part? Yeah, let me find it here where he starts revealing yeah, exactly how he came about the origin of his name. I really like that. I thought that was really powerful. The name, though, Eric comes from EI, which is Proto Norse meaning eternal, and Reeks, which is Gothic meaning prince. And Border is a homophone for Border, spelled differently, which is an obsolete word for jester. Yes. Wow. Like, good stuff. Like, wow. So, like, the Joker had it in him that come kind of up with a name like that. Like, Joker's intelligent. Like He's actually He's on a different level. It's... I'm trying to think, like, who he would, like... That's kind of what I've always thought, of, like, my feeling of Joker. Like, it's always felt to me, like, he's so intelligent that, like, that's why he acts out. That's why he does the things he does. It's, it's just so boring. Everything's a joke to him. That's why... That's my... That's the way I felt about the Joker. Like, that's kind of, like, my origin. And, like, what's... Like... what's uh, that's why he makes it such a great character, is because yeah. Batman is always, like... One step ahead of all of his villains, but the Joker. But the Joker, he always mm-hmm. seems to fall behind somehow and can't figure out why. That's so, why every time you ask who my favorite villain is, I disappoint you guys and say the Joker. It's, it's, it's hard to beat the Joker, really. It is. He's like the greatest comic book villain of all time. Like, sure. everyone's like, well, you know, there's like this guy and that guy, Lux Luthor, and. Who? Who? Oh, dude, no, 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 it's, uh, uh... Michael Cera's hair. hair. Yeah! Um, I remember that guy now. But, uh... No, uh, I think before the show, though, you guys both said, Kyle and Justin, that being, that 36 was your favorite issue, right? I really like how, like, there was the action that from, like, and then it, like, gets right into the story, and it's, like... It really set up... It pulls like, you in. Yeah. That part, mm-hmm. when he reveals that it's him, like, yeah. And then, like, the cliffhanger, which he... I believe it's that one where they go... He's like, I'm gonna go and, like, I'm gonna go do something, like, I really don't want to do and talk to the Court of Owls. Is that that issue? No, that, that's a little bit later when he's starting to oh, get darn. desperate for answers. That's 37, I believe. Is well, it? I thought at the end of 36, like, there's that... The end of 36 is where... Batman is still in the cell, and then Joker pulls out the gun, Yep, and it goes bang, oh, yeah. with a to-be-continued at the end. Yeah, I really like that stuff. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed everything but that ending. Do you want to jump ahead a few issues into... No. You're running the show. It's up to you guys. We okay. might as well do it. So, 37? 37. This was another good issue. They're all really powerful, really, but this issue to me really seemed rushed. You think this you one? You think is? so? Or was it 38? I'm getting them a little confused. I think you're thinking of 38. 30, 37 is the one where they first find out exactly like what the Joker's plan is with the uh, spreading this virus, which is affecting it's everyone in Gotham. It's he's screwed. Yeah, like, really. And how, you know, like... We don't actually have a way to cure this. Yeah, and so he's like, I've got, he's like, I've got a hundred and so some odd different forms of cures to the Joker's biological warfare. Blah blah blah. He's like, and I've tried every single one of them, and nothing matches. Like, this is something beyond me. But is am I wrong? Is that when he figures that out, or that's exactly what happens? Yes. Pretty much. So, the, yeah, this is pretty much like the turmoil part where he's like, oh my god, what am I going to do? He's building this plan. You don't know what his plan is, but it's coming. Eric, everything's going to shit. On the ground, bro. And then the Batman's next course of action is he, he goes into Gotham and 
He's trying to get to the old part of the Gotham City there, trying yeah. to find Jim Gordon, who's like locked up in the house because there's like mobs of Joker people outside, and he can't really do anything. So like he breaks into a lab to try to find uh, information on the doctor that caused this. Let's talk about this Joker gas. The Joker gas, because yep. it's a new kind of Joker gas that, like I just said, like. He like he's, I don't remember the exact number he, he said in the book, but like he's tried hundreds of, he's had hundreds of different cures to this, this kind of, this kind of Joker shenanigans, you know. And yeah, just, they they said that they tested every single every antidote single they have. Them, yeah, and, you know, like throughout their entire history, there's probably hundreds of antidotes yeah, that he's had to come un- with. Nothing's unkillable. Not him. Not it. I've created nearly a hundred cures for the Joker toxins over the years. Antitoxins, antibiotics, steroids. How many have you tested so far? We tested all of them. Just nothing. Like the Joker really has him stumped here. Yeah. So this that, stuff gets even crazier from here. When definitely. Uh, let me see here. Okay, so Batman's on his way to find Mr. Gordon. And You're on, he's on the phone with him, which is funny. He's like, "What's that song funny. that was yeah, yeah. that was playing though?" As his ringtone. Oh yes, I remember that. Crap! What was it? Uh, top left panel somewhere, I think. Huh? Top left panel somewhere. Here, you're killing this way better than I. Am was. I? Yeah, oh. you're doing awesome. <laughs> Let me go back. Find out when they're first starting to talk. I might have missed. Yeah. Okay. Jim Gordon's uh, ringtone is "I Fought the Law." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so fucking clever. It's perfect. Awesome. Right, Here we right, go. Right. And I like that, like his little like his like little photo is like a bat. A little bat. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So Batman's trying to get to Gordon, correct? And what happens is he goes into this hospital of some sort, and he gets yeah. locked into a room by a bunch of uh, Jokerized doctors or nurses or something. Meanwhile, back at Gordon's house, he's like doing his internet research to find out more answers on. This Joker Finding thing. out crazy things. And he starts looking through the history of Gotham's photos, and he makes a revelation where, like, he, he finds Joker's face littered throughout all these the historical pictures. tons of pictures throughout. The, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, like, really summoned him. Like, why is the Joker in these pictures that are supposed to be, like, three, four hundred years old? Right. It's really strange. And that's when uh, he gets an unexpected visitor that happens to be hiding in his closet. Mr. Jester Joker fella, you could say. Yep. Mr. J himself. Mr. J. Mr. J. Mr. J. And the meanwhile, on Batman's side of things, he uh, he's in the hospital and he gets a. He finds an old friend or enemy, because you could say. Mm, trying to remember. Hold on. Nope. Throw it at me. Mr. Joe Chill. Oh, I yeah. forgot about the Joe Chill part. That is a really cool part. And then, like, like there's this, like, yeah, I remember that. That's a pretty good battle. Yeah, and, like, Joe Chill goes and, like, almost creates, like, another new, like, little Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah, was, that was he, like, There's really... this kid named Duke, and Joe Chill tries to kill his parents, and, you know, the same way he killed Batman's parents so many years ago. So that's what's going on there. Wow. And then Joker and Gordon have kind of a battle in, their, in his apartment, and it's just kind of crazy over the place. Like, Joker lights the room on fire. Gordon he's under gra- his bed at one point. Yeah, he's he's under the bed there. And, like, you know, <laughs> in, in his, the struggle, like, Gordon tries to find a gun, and I think Joker has an axe or something. 
Yep. Like, like the axe lines. is in like his chest in like the next issue if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's something like that. Like what happens is uh Gordon is up against the wall and he's aiming the gun at Joker, telling him, you know, back up or whatever and just out of nowhere like Joker pulls out a, a, an axe and when he tries to go for Gordon, Gordon just pops him right in the chest, thinking he's dead. Nope. No. You know, one does not simply kill the Joker. And, like, that brings in, like, the next thing where it's, like, the Denasium or Denisium or whatever that's called. Like, that, like, the pseudo, like, because isn't it this issue where you see, like, that one, like, little panel of, like, Rachel Ghoul? Uh, not quite yet. Uh-uh. The way this issue ends with, um, you have Gordon on the phone of Bruce, and he's telling him that he killed the Joker and it's all over. And at the very end, you see the Joker pop up behind Gordon. Mean look in his eye. Right. An axe in the hand. Crazy. Gets on the phone to Bruce and says, Hello, Bruce. 30. Which is really strange because the Joker has never called him Bruce before. Yeah. Like, that that's a Joker first right there, pretty much. So, what did you think of that issue then? It's a good issue all around. There's lots There's of. It's not a weak issue in the series. The only, like I said, like, it just goes back to uh, the end of it, like... Each issue on their own is really good. It's all about how they were tied up at the end, pretty right. much. Alright, so that puts us at issue 38. Alright. So, beginning issue 38 here, we've got Batman with Duke telling him to hold on. He's getting him out. Um... That's one thing I remember, I remember from this panel here. That was one thing about... That's what the gas was... Uh, that's how the gas manipulated people. It made people... Like, something that they loved... They loved it so much they obsessed about it that they become... They they would destroy it, you know? So they, so they become fanboys? Yeah, everybody in Gotham loves Batman, so... Therefore, anybody that would see Batman would therefore just want to... Just pummeling. Right. Um, anyway, Batman makes it to Gordon. Gordon is laying on the ground with an axe in his chest. Or is, oh, he, is he sitting up, though? He's, like, propped up against a wall, like, sitting up against a wall. How, how is he not dead with an axe in his chest? Beats I do No. And then he jumps up. Ha, 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 ha. Well, did he take the, did he take that, whatever that, like, uh... He gets infected by the, the Joker serum or whatever it is. Right, and this is—I believe this is the issue where we find out that the thing that makes this so special is it has like healing properties. Mm-hmm. So, like people that get damaged while in the state can't really die, or at least not very easily at all. Like they're it's pretty much like invent. Like they kept on saying, like it's his masterpiece. It's like makes people invincible and stuff. Like yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So he tries to attack Duke Batman. Batman takes him out. Blah blah blah. Um, trying to remember. He's asking him to save his parent. Yeah, all right. <laughs> classic, classic. All right. So Batman's getting out of there. I'm trying to remember what he is after. I don't think he found what he was looking for at the hospital. So he's looking for another. Yeah, yeah, that's another exactly source he's of. He's looking for another source. Yeah, the virus contains an inverse strain. They're opposites, yeah. So he's tra- he's like going across town to find something else, and then there's the crazy tank battle where he fights yeah. that tank. Who's in the tank? 
I do not remember. Was do it you... someone noteworthy? I can't remember. I can't I think remember. It, I don't think it was. Just like... Just Joe Smo? Mr. Malone. I don't know. Yeah. Mr. Malone. I don't know. It's a name that does not ring a bell at the moment. Someone's going to destroy us on Twitter about it. Like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> you guys those Batman fans? What the fuck? The fuck you know who Uncle Phil was? Who's Uncle yeah. Phil? Who? <laughs> uh, all right. That will all make more sense next week. Yeah. Next episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I really like the end of this one because it sets up the whole core owls when they ask them. Yes. Yep. Like that was like really like because it it really feels like this is like the end of like the Scott Snyder Greg Capullo kind of run with it. Because they kind of like threw everything like into everything they previously like, worked on was thrown back into this, right? All right. So at this point, Batman's just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I just I don't have a plan yet. I don't know what to do. It literally says I don't know what. To I do. love how he uses like like little nicknames and like like secret stuff. Um, well, he's like he calls uh, Robin or Nightwing Blackbird and stuff. Like I really like. Oh that. yeah 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 yeah. That's right. I like that. And I like it. I like uh, how Alfred's daughter is that his daughter Julia. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I really like how she kind of gets like brought into it and everything, and she's up there and they're doing like the detective work with Bruce or helping stuff. Alfred out because Alfred's still like damaged from like previous battles with the Joker. <clears throat> so... If I remember correctly, basically it all comes down to Bruce's like so just for answers. He goes to a source of information that basically knows everything about Gotham. Yep. Which is the Court of Owls. Right. Because, you know, they're an ancient organization that's been there since the first days of Gotham, and they know everything that happens in Gotham. That's exactly what happens. And uh, he's standing in, like... What is, the, like, the water pit thing he's standing in? I'm not sure. Like The, the Lazarus pit? No. Like, I, oh, that's I'm supposed a, to just be like, like a, a water leak because yeah, technically kinda... the the court of owls were damaged and so it's like the room they're in was leaking water or something like that. Okay, that makes sense then. So yeah, I mean, and he's let's talk about history and they start to get into it. They start talking about the pale man from like four hundred years ago or something, don't they? Hmm. Or was that just a specific talent that starts talking about it? Because. He has a fight with a talent at the end, or is that in the next issue? I think it's the next one. I think it's the next issue. one. With it is Boone. the next one. Yeah, you guys this need is Boone. Boone. Yeah. Uh, maybe 39 is my favorite because how it like, begins That's and what ends. I was gonna say. Yeah, I'd say 39 is a close second for me as well. Is definitely my. And 39, I bought the variant cover first, and it's the Harley Quinn. With the Batman pillow there? With the Batman pillow and like the angry Joker shadow. But like. The regular cover is so ag- badass. The actual cover, it's the Joker sitting on a throne of dead bodies like and they're all smiling and he's got is that a battering is it no we'll find out later <laughs> i can't remember who wants to do this one justin you want to do this no, one you guys what the for? fuck man so lazy i'm not so lazy lazy you can't pick talk. up a book i'm always chatting all right so pretty much batman talks to the court of owls and they tell him to suck one. <laughs> pretty much. That'd it's be, pretty that'd true. Be like the best line is like, you know what? Batman, suck it. Get on your knees. <laughs> uh, Bow before the court of all. So Batman throws the batarang and blows up some shit and scares them all off. And then 
he has to fight with, uh, 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 I think he says on the next page. It's one of the original talents or something like that. Yeah. His name Boone or William Boone or something. Daniel Boone. I don't remember. Daniel Boone? <laughs> Daniel Boone? Boone. Whoa! It doesn't say on the next panel, actually. Damn it, Daniel Boone? Oh, he's uh, one of the first talents. Urea. Urea. Yeah. Uretha? Yeah, kind of. Close enough. Yum. <laughs> Yeah, but basically, like, Bruce is staying with this talent. It's like, you were here 400 years ago. Yeah, he's do you, like... Do you know the Pale you Man? Know, Tell me. Man. Do you know the Pale Man? He's like, and he's like, he's giving him hell. He's, Bruce, you're gonna die today. And just, uh... Then, here we go. Here, it flashes three hours ago. This is where it kind of starts to get, like, sketchy. Like, it, it goes there, and then it's like, boom, three hours ago. And, uh... Right. He's all talking to Penny too, you know, and he's hurt. He's bleeding. He, Penny too come in, and she's asking him if he found the Dionysium, and he says no. So he's been looking around, looking around, and then boom, we see the Joker, and he is fucked right up. Like his face is falling apart. Half his face is burned off, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, half his face is burned up. We see some Joker cards. And this is the one where he comes into the Batcave, right? Yeah, fights Alfred. We see, we see uh, Joker walking up to uh, the Red Hood mat, you know, the Red Hood helmet thing, and he smashes the case to get it. And here comes trusty old Alfred with a, with a sawed it's a off goddamn Pennyworth. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we see smoking gun. Bang, you know, and we see that he shot Joker. Well, next we see a hand flying off of a white cuffed arm. Oh no! I know that was crazy. With a pale man standing next to a Joker was with a Joker was arm. off to the side, hiding behind a corner, behind a corner or something with a cleaver with a gunshot wound to the face. And as soon as Alfred comes to the corner, he just like swings off, he swings to Alfred. His arm off, his right arm off, right at the right at the wrist. That was so. That's brutal. That was so like unnerving to see that. I remember I was like, oh my god, is this real? Like I thought it was like a scarecrow it, dream. Yeah, Are they killing was, Alfred? Was, what is he? The Joker alludes to. Alfred as a different name, and I always he, call, was, he calls him Jeeves. Yeah, he calls him Jeeves, like it's just Butler, but like it was just weird. it's a stereotypical like, Butler name. So yeah, but he calls him Jeeves. I just I figured it was more like it was more personal than that at this point. You know what I mean? Right. Like than to give him pet names, like you know. My name's Pennyworth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That bitch. Kind of shit. Yeah. Um. So now we go to this crazy scene where there's a parade. It screamed Tim Burton's 1989. I think I've seen this Batman. before. So hard. A Joker parade? Like, it was so awesome. He's got the T-Rex going. He's got the giant Joker card. Like, it's... He's sitting on a throne having a just grand old time. And pr- the Prince music's in the background. Definitely. Purple Rain? Yeah. <laughs> Party like his nineteen. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Prince in this room? Trust. 
I was so I so wish there was like a character of Prince in this. Oh there God, wasn't. yes! How awesome would that have been? There probably is a Batman comic with Prince featured in it, but it's locked in Prince's vault somewhere. <laughs> Damn it, Prince! For him never to release. All right, or for when the world blows up and like yeah. he tries to take over the world as Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> so now, because Prince is Jehovah's Witness. Yes, definitely. After uh, after this weird parade that we had. That's really That's screen 89. fucking 89. Mr. Bat, yeah, Mr. Tim Burton. Um, it goes to Gotham City now. Batman's finally like, I got a fucking plan. I love this scene. I've got a plan. So it shows the city, and it shows everybody. It shows everybody. Batgirl, Red Mask, like... Red Hood. Or, or, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> Red Mask. Red Mask. Wait Red a second. Hood. Who's Blue Mask? Blue Mask? Blue Mask? Um... <laughs> Um, Where's Black Mask? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I always fuck him up. Uh, either way, it shows him beating ass, whatever. Batman finally comes up with a little plot. They go, they find a ton of villains. We got Scarecrow, Penguin, Killer Croc, Bane, Bane uh, Mr. Freeze, and uh, Poison Ivy. And they all have, like, awesome masks on. Huh? Not yet. Oh, that's the next that's, issue. Sorry. That's the next issue. Yeah. So, pretty much, I wanted to see if I can find my favorite line from this, because Batman is being super tolerant of everybody's attitude. Because I mean, you've got good guys and bad guys that are talking to each other formally right now, because there's nothing else that they can fucking do. They they have to work together. There's not anything else. Okay. So. Batman says, like, here's a plan. I need to get up on that float, get a syringe into Joker's spine. His spine. Then I need to make it out of there alive and get the sample to my base where I have someone standing by ready to synthesize a cure and disseminate it. So, yes, it's a bad plan. Anyone has a better one, I'm all ears. And everybody's just like, oh, shit. They're just silent. (laughs) Right. I love how they kind of all, like, all team up. It's so awesome. It would have been awesome, too, to see, like, them, like, the villains team up with, like, the Justice League. That would have been crazy. So... You never really get to see the villains teaming up with Batman against other villains like that. Like, has that ever happened before in another popular story that we know of? I'm not sure. We can't remember. But, I mean, so pretty much the plan is everybody throw distractions so Batman can make it to the Joker. Right. 39, I would say, personally, my favorite issue. I'd say, yeah, after, like, yeah, 39 for me, just because of everything that happens, like, there's, like, a lot of callbacks to other things, and, like, right. the how he got, like, kind of gets everyone, and, like, really sets everything up for, like, the final issue. Honestly, the, the Alfred getting his hand cut off, it was so shocking, like you said, people were like, is this a fucking, is this a Scarecrow dream? Is this, like, a... And, like, that's what I thought, like, in the next issue, how that kind of happened. Like, I really, because, like, Alfred kind of wakes up and, like, spoilers to issue 40. Like, Alfred wakes up and, uh, like, I was like, are they going to say, like, oh, is this, like, all been a nightmare? Has this all been, like, a bad dream that he's been having? But then, like, you see, like, his his hand still chopped off. I was like, oh, nope. Yeah. And they say, like, something to the point where they can put, like, his hand back on or something. I don't know. Like Yeah, like, his hand is still fresh enough to where they could reattach it if he really wanted to. But he doesn't. Because he doesn't want to have to, uh, I think he says he doesn't want to have to give a hand to anyone anymore. 
And he says that the only one that he'd patch up is Bruce. And he doesn't want to do that anymore. Or something to that effect. Wow, where the fuck is that at? As soon as uh, Alfred it's wakes like up. right at the end of that. Of what? This, like, this issue 40. Oh, yeah, oh. Is it near okay. the end of it? Okay, it's, yeah, it's towards the end. Yeah. Like, a lot of things happen in, like, issue 40. A lot of things happen. And, like, 40. I like the stuff where they're in, like, the cave and everything fighting. Like, I like it, like, at the very beginning of it. Like, the only thing I really disliked about, like, the beginning of it is you have this, like, crazy team up, and there's, like, three panels of, like, the villains fighting and everything. I was like, damn it! I should be like, three pages. Right. Yeah, it is, too. It's, like, the first... First page, pretty the much. first page, like, <clears throat> after the... After the credit page here, you know, we have some people fighting and explains Batman's like, oh, it's fail-safe because I told them all if there's a knockout gas, if any of them use lethal force against each other, it'll just knock them out, blah, blah, blah. And, uh... Joker's dancing with the skeleton on the T-Rex. Joker to being Joker. Awesome. And then we have the Joker maliciously attacking Batman with a chainsaw on a T-Rex. But it's not Batman. But it's not. Dun, dun, dun. He's like, Grayson! I wasn't there yet, you prick. You spoiled the spoiler. Spoiled my spoiler. My exclusive scoop. So anyway, we got Batman. He's fighting, blah, blah, blah. And I love that they do the classic, like, tubes in the uh, in the sleeves. Yeah. He sprays the gas out. Uh, he sprays gas everywhere. He gets Batman in a show cold. He's choking him out, yelling at him. And I think it's hilarious because it appears that Joker has a purple and green Kindle of some sort. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. Awesome. I was like, this is so weird. Like, the Joker's got this Kindle and it's really like the focus of what he is talking about, which he's showing off. He's talking about the cave system and how Batman's like, oh, you're, you're, you boast about being so familiar with your city and knowing everything about it, but I hit everything right under your nose. Like, everything's literally in this city and you had no It's clue. It's almost like after the end of uh, Death of the Family, it's like, this is what he's been doing. He's been planning this whole thing since then. Yeah, it's what it right. feels like. It really is. So, he rips the mask off of Batman. I so want that Fago Red Pop. I'm so it's freaking... Oh, it's so gross. It's old. So thirsty. <laughs> um, so he rips the mask off of Batman, and then, like Justin said, dun-dun-dun, it's Dick Grayson. He's pissed. He, it's not Bruce Wayne in the Batsuit? What? He's like, Grayson, it can't be. And he's like, come on. Why aren't you? And he's click-click-click. Come on, man. Button. I'm scary, too. And then nothing. Grayson. So we see Batman, and he's hurt, man. He's holding his, he's holding his side. He's hurt. He's in this cave system. He's like, man, I don't know what the hell's going on. And then it turns out to be he finds this Lazarus pit. And it's underneath... What's it underneath again? He goes through like a manhole or something. Huh? Doesn't he go through like a manhole to get there? I I, I remember the whole thing, like how Bruce suspects Joker got to there in the first place is when he throws him off the cliff. Throws him off the cliff. Thank you. That's yeah. He throws him off the cliff at the end of uh, Death to the Family was, and Joker basically falls down straight to the Lazarus pit of sorts. And that's how he found it. And that's how Uh he survived that fall. Was he crawled into the Lazarus pit? 
and we all know how that works. And like the whole gimmick is, this is like the purest the Lazarus purest, pit. Yeah, like this. It is will the, actually make you immortal being right. exposed to it. And there was like that whole thing with, uh, like it was almost as if uh, like the Rachel Ghoul like Lazarus pit kind of thing. It was like I really enjoyed that because it made it like, oh, has he really been a lot? Has the Joker really been a like a around that long. Yeah, for that long? Forever, yeah. And I don't like everyone's like, oh my god, is that his real origin? But like, I didn't buy that. I just thought like that's one of the things we'll talk about when we're done with this here. Because Kyle and I had a brief discussion while you were yeah. late about what was going on. So Batman finds this Lazarus pit. And he's got this ball with a bat symbol on it, of course, and he throws it in there, it fills up. It's attached to a rope, and he's yelling at Penny to, no matter what the fuck happens, you pull this out, and you make sure that the people get the cure. This is the cure. You have to do this to save Gotham. You promise me, no matter what, you pull this ball out of the tunnels and make a cure. Of course, in seconds flat, the Joker shows up. And my favorite panel from this book is is right here. The Joker is fighting him with two swords, and he straight up slices a Joker smile in his back and leaves two swords in Batman's shoulders. I didn't pick that up the first time I saw that. I didn't even realize that until now. Yep. Joker smile, two green eyes. Oh my god, I didn't see that. So Joker. I was just like, when I seen it, I I, I read this at work, and there was like five or six people like people in the room and i was just like oh my fucking god and everybody just started what? like what? everyone gathered around me and was like what is going on and i'm like breaking down all these books everyone's like you're a fucking nerd <laughs> you fucking nerd you fucking nerd you fucking piece of shit fucking nerd. nerd and although that was my favorite panel with uh the blades and batman's shoulders and the, the smile you know this fight is just one of the most epic fights. It's I've a brutal ever, fight I've ever viewed. Like the Joker punches Batman in the face with fire, and, and then Bruce's face like it's all burnt up, catches on fire, and, and he, like they throw like he throws like his uh, a ton of cards. Joker cards at him. Yeah, but and like pierces his eye. Batman's face is literally like burnt. Like his mouth is burnt. His lips are burnt, and then uh, Batman throws a batarang. Like it was pretty like pretty like brutal and like rough between them two. Like it was like like it was way better than the Floyd Mayweather Manny Pacquiao fight for sure. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I knew it was coming at some point. Yeah, it, And that's a wrap, it was, folks. It was much better than that fight. But uh there's a lot of there's more dancing in that than freaking ballroom blitz. <sighs> so I wanna say I wanna show you guys another thing and I want you to tell me if I'm show crazy. Us? I want you to tell me if I'm crazy or if you're just like, yup, they're you're that crazy. clever. They're that clever. They're crazy. In this bottom panel, after the uh, the fight, we see uh, Batman and Joker like smashed together, and then we see him on the ground next to the pit. They're like, are you talking about the shape the of the blood? The shape of the blood. Let me Did see. Did you notice it too? Like I, I, I read don't, this like super I don't think you're crazy. The shape of a blood. Looks oh, like just a broken like heart. A broken heart. And I think that has a lot of uh, has a lot to do with what comes up here in the next couple panels. Yeah. Oh, for sure, because there's another panel with like like you can definitely tell that it's 
I'm like, damn. Let me see this guy so I can go. Greg Capullo, you sneaky bastard. Right. So you turn the page, and there's a few more shots, and it definitely looks like a broken heart. Um, so they're arguing, blah, blah, blah. Joker's come to stab Bruce. He's like, I want you to look at me. I want you to see me for who I really am. Because I'm the one who's laughing, you know? Like, this whole scene, like, even at the very end, like, like all of a sudden, like, he, like, was about to stab Batman. He's about to stab Batman. Batman grabs his arm, and they're fighting it, you know? And he's like, oh, I could have made it forever, just like you always wanted. My blood, I could have had It's like a scene of Saving Private Ryan right there. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, it could have been hilarious. Batman says, it's not over. And out of nowhere, a stalactite falls. And like, and like, does after it ever that, explain how that falls? It, no, it just kind of does. It just falls and says crack and falls on the Joker. And, and like, impales Joker pretty much. And like after that, like they're struggling together. Is like, I want Batman's like, I want you to f- say you forgive me. Like that was really strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really weird. Like wh- he's just. Uh, the Joker's like, what did you do to me, pretty much? He's like, my back, I can't... And, and Batman's like, wait, wait. And he jumps on him, and they're both struggling on the ground, but they're both broken, you know? He's like, I need to tell you something. I, I need to tell you. I finally believe you. I see it right here, right now. You are the pale man. And he's like, let it go, you fool. And he's Batman says, you could have left me down here in the dark alone, but you had to come, didn't you? You had to show me and see, and I see, I see you don't need a new dose of Dionysium. Of course you don't, because you're him. But me, Joker, I'm dying. I'll be dead for my own injuries in minutes, so won't you stay with me just for a bit? And Julia, during this time, Julia's like, come on, pull up, pull right, up, get up. She's like, just get the fuck out, like, come on, like, that happens on the next, the next page, I believe. Um, it, it sounds like Joker has no idea what Bruce is talking about. During yeah, all this. He really does. Like he's just like, just shut the fuck up for once. Like let's just both live through this. Let's get done. Let's get out of this. And then boom, the roof collapses right into the Lazarus pit. And Joker loses it. He throws his head on the ground, throws his arms up. He said, You killed us both. Like even though I broke uh, even eh, you you've killed us. Even though even though I broke all the pieces and he just they lay there. He's it's crazy. This this is where they explain that uh everybody else is gonna be okay because Batman put tinnitures in their masks. And they lay there and lay there and he says uh she's like, Come on, I can pull you up with this and he says, I'm just take it up, Julia. I'm just gonna rest here a little while with my friend and they show the ball getting raised up full of Dionysium and then super crazy weird two weeks later can somebody else break this down please I don't understand like so like two weeks after this event you have Alfred waking up from a bad dream or something in the hospital and he's talking to his daughter and you know he's he's saying all this is all bad dream it probably wasn't apparently and then you know she's talking about you, there's still time for you to get your hand reattached. The doctor's preserved it, and he he decides he doesn't want that. And then the last thing she starts talking about is that there was a message left for Alfred by Bruce Wayne before he died, quote unquote, if he died. 
And I don't so, think he's dead, but and that's so Alfred so, interpretation. Yeah, Alfred takes a look at the note, and he says, "It's cryptic. It's it, all it says is one word, which is ha." H a. When we spoke about earlier, the Joker's cell. He got locked in Joker's cell. He got locked in there. Do you think... Back in 36? Yeah. Do you think Ha is a clue? You know? Get the tinfoil hats, fellas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, think about that. A a clue for what, though? He was locked in that cell. He could have left a clue for anything in there. Maybe. It's Batman. World's greatest detective. I don't know, like, that whole ending was weird because, like, they're cleaning up the... the they're, like, cleaning up debris from the, the parade or whatever. And the armor. And that, yeah, armor. and then the last, the last page is, it shows some janitor or something, and he's they're taking... at the theater. Yeah, like, the theater from issue 35, and he's taking out the trash, and inside the trash was a, like, a piece of plate mail armor, which we saw in the previous comic, but it's not really clear what that symbolizes or what it's connected to right because it's like the like a theater is like the a grand stage to four like like i see like the the imagery and the themes and everything because it's kind of like 35 starts off with the opening of that like that theater scene right yeah and it's like okay here's like the greatest stage to have like the most epic battle but like it's not talked about again but like here's what's interesting about it you know he uh, he says, like, the architect was a friend of mine named Wade. When I asked him about the money, he, he pointed up the money, talking about the money that was spent on the theater, like, to make it as magnificent as it was. And he said, he constructed a special harness for the theater. They were doing, or, or, ah, I can't say that word, or, yeah. And Wade explained at the end of the play, there was a deus ex machiana. A moment when God Apollo descends from the sky to save the characters from destruction. Bruce, he said, after all we've been through, I just want that to feel real. I want everyone in the theater to believe in that God coming down to help. I just want them to feel saved. And in the end, and it's the panel of the armor with the harness attached to it. And in the so, end, ha. Huh? It just, exactly. And in that panel, it says that I just want everybody to feel as if it was real, but I want them to feel as a god come down to help. I want them to feel as they were saved. And at the bottom of the panel it says, and in the end, dot, dot, dot. So the series ended with that armor in the trash dumpster, can. The trash can, you know, the dumpster. But, like, the god really did come down and save the people, technically, because the Batman come down and. I mean, from what it alludes to, they're both dead, you know? So the Joker's dead, gone. But if the Joker's a pale man, and he's been around they, for they, centuries... Yeah, they never really answered that question. No one, Yeah, they never said the Joker's not... Because, like... Hasn't if, been around that long. They never said he has or hasn't. Like, it's, it was really Because, like, if you, um, if you look back at what the Talon from, was issue 39 was saying, he, he did confirm with Bruce that, yes, I recognize this pale man from... 400 years ago he, yeah. he looks to be the same person and Bruce later makes a comment saying well it must be true because the Talons are trained not to lie in such a fashion when right. instructed to so yeah, it's just not in their repertoire to, yeah so like is the Joker really this 
pale man from Solanigo or or what? Because later on, when they're both dying or whatever, he sounds it sounds like he doesn't know what Bruce is talking about. Right. So yeah. it's really overall, it's really open ended. There, the series is amazing. I think the ending's a little sketchy. Felt rushed. Yeah, I can perhaps see, I can see how you say that. But I do feel like you almost need another issue to clarify things. Another issue would be nice. That's for sure. But I mean. It is what it is. We're not going to get it, obviously. <laughs> and it f- almost feels like this is like the last like true Batman story uh, that Scott Snyder is going to work on. So that's I mean that's what it kind of feels like. And he did give interviews before saying, you know, I wrote this like this could potentially be like the last Batman what, story yeah. I ever write. And like he does a really good job. Like it felt rushed at I times. Mean, but who's to say in a few years down the road he doesn't come back to it? You know, like, right? Like maybe. everyone thinks J.K. Rowling's going to come back and write another Harry Potter book, and she may well. Which I mean, me and Kyle have talked about like how, how like there's so you, you don't have I'd to read re- the shit out of that. You don't have you don't yeah, have to. Like, you she don't put so much detail in there. You could yeah. make endless number of books out of whatever happens. I'd read the shit. Out you of you it. don't even have to continue it from like where Harry Potter was like 50 years old. You could just talk, do like prequels, like talk about like all. Like, you could do the something houses. completely unrelated. Go to one of the other wizarding schools and follow some other kid through a series of his life. Like you could do whatever. Like or you could just talk about like. Godric Gryffindor and Salazar right. Slytherin and how they set up Hogwarts and all that. Like you could do all that. Like and like that's that could be like so a we're t- doing a Batman Harry Potter crossover. Yeah. Do it. Let's, let's fucking do this. That's epic. Warner Brothers. They got the. Harry they have Potter. a chance. I love Harry Potter. So do I. But I like Batman more. I would not fuck Hermione Granger. <laughs> Back to Batman. <laughs> She's not a little slut like Vicky Dale is either. Oh, you don't know no. that. <laughs> Um, so overall, what did you guys think of it? If like you were to give it a grade, what would you grade it? I'd give it an A minus. That's fair. Yeah, like A minus, B plus, somewhere around there. I think it's solid enough. It's it, not like it's not it's not as epic in tale. Uh, like it's epic, but it's not as like well detailed and well like fleshed out as Zero Year was. It's still a pretty epic series, and the stakes are very high. It's just the yeah. ending is maybe a little bit unsatisfactory. Yeah, it kind of felt like. The ending of The Sopranos. If the ending had carried on, like, the momentum had come up to be to the end, like, if it kept going, it could have been, like, a... I think it could have been, like, a huge comic book staple, like, Dark Knight Returns style. You know what I mean? Like, I really think it could have had that potential, but I think the ending did did take that wow factor away from it. Yeah, like... as much as I do in, enjoy like ambiguous plots, like and like ending points and everything, like yeah. Christopher Nolan, like or M Night Shyamalan, or like however you want to like look at that stuff, like just like those plots that kind of like they want you to figure it out on your own, like that they really want you as the viewer, the reader, to like come up with your own thing. Everything was so well detailed and so well explained in this book. To me, like I wouldn't say it was it felt like a cheat to get to it to get to that point, but it was like like Kyle said, it was unsatisfactory from what we have gotten so far from everything. And I'm not saying like it makes the book this like Endgame series bad, but it doesn't like it. It's not going to trans- transcend and like the greats for me. I mean, maybe there's a maybe, lot of great 
story arcs for Batman that you can read. And this one, I, I definitely make it high up. Oh, for sure. It is, the end doesn't take away from the overall it just, product it very just, well. It left a lot to be desired. I'm not saying, like, maybe maybe it's one of those books where you um, look at when you, when you read it. Like, the first time I read Dark Knight Returns, I was like, really? That's the best, like, book ever and everything? Like, that's how amazing everything, like, everyone felt about it. But, like, after you read it again, and then you read it again, and you see how detailed it is, and you see everything that's put into it, like, you really get that respect out of it. I'm really thinking, like, I will get that, and, like, when I read it again... But at the same time, it's like, man, I really wish that they had fleshed out more. Another panel or something where they talk about, like, the end of it. Because it really, I liked, you know, Alfred, you you know, in, like, that hospital bed or wherever, or in bed recovering and everything, they're talking about that. But then to kind of end it on a trash can, like, to me, it's like, ugh. Like, there could have been other ways to kind of, like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm so confused with it. So... Perhaps in time things will become more clear once uh, maybe maybe theories Scott, start coming maybe out. Scott and Greg will talk about the end. Like I said, like, I, know I'm they, not tr- I know they just had like a Q&A on Twitter the other day for uh, Endgame, so I don't know if they what? answered questions on there or not. Like I, said, might be worth checking I, out. I enjoy it a lot. Like I'm not trying to like like give them like shit for it. Like I just like for me like when it comes to like comic books and like books and everything, I really like to have like like an ending that doesn't make me like, oh, well, like, have you read Gone Girl? Or it kind of, like, uh, kind of has that same feeling to it. Like, that's how it feels to me. It's like, man, that's mm-hmm. how it ends. Yeah. All that time, like, and money spent on it. And, like, it's not a bad ending. It's just like, man, I wish they would have, like, there would have been, like, more def- de- definitive answers. I've definitely experienced that through other sources many times. It's not too uncommon. And is it something that you just kind of get over after a while? You just kind of accept what happened, right? Like how, like back to the Harry Potter thing, like J.K. Rowling did, like a, like a, a very nice epilogue to her book, and she like talked about like how they were older and like they had kids and everything, and that was that was satisfactory because it talked about like where they kind of ended up. But it was also ambiguous enough where you kind of like thought about, oh, like what this happened and that happened, and like another way I can like really talk about this, like an, a great like ending to like a series, because this is a great six run like series, is the end of Parks and Rec, where like I know Kyle hasn't finished it all, but working on it. And spoilers, um, spoilers if you haven't seen the ending episode of Parks and Rec, which is really well done. Honestly, it's one of the few shows that actually goes in the future and tells what Where each character yeah. is at in their own story. And it plays it off so well. It's like, why haven't they done this more With often? More because yeah. we always wonder, like, what happened to the characters. And it just it shows us what they are doing. And But then it also has those ambiguous... It gives us those ambiguous nuggets that you need to, like, wonder what they're doing at this moment. Where do you think they are in their life? What do you think they will be doing from here, you know, until, like, the next year and the next year after that? With this, it was just such an ambiguous ending that I wasn't completely satisfied where where those other endings that I just talked about did it for me. Like, I don't need to know that they're okay. I don't need to know that they're all right because I kind of see, like... Kind of like what happened to them, regardless of like what you know, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, that was one thing. Like they could have, they could have a whole book on just the villains and 
everybody else fighting while Batman was getting the Joker. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. That would have been amazing. They 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 did like six to ten panels of. You could have done Batman a tie-in series with that. They did an Endgame tie-in series actually, and I read a few of them, and they're incredible. But they're mostly about how fucking insane the Joker is. If you don't mind, there's an Endgame tie-in where it just it goes through this one guy's life, and this one guy makes one bad decision, and he taunts the Joker. He is a reporter for. A newspaper, I do believe. It could be like a TV thing. But, uh, long story short, he ends up in the same room as the Joker. While the Joker's doing something real shady. And the Joker ends up realizing he's there and finds him. Well, he has the balls to call the Joker out and says that he's doing all this because no one likes him and he's starving for attention, blah, blah, blah. He's got no friends. That's what it comes down to. He tells him, Joker, he tells the Joker, you have no friends. Joker says, you're right. That makes me really sad. You know what? You're my best friend now. You're my best friend. So the Joker, his best friend, he ruins his life. Takes everything he has from him, wife, kids, blah, 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 ruins everything. Guy has to go to, like, witness protection, starts a new life. The Joker gets locked up. Blah, blah, blah. He hears the Joker gets out of prison. Sure enough, hours later, the Joker shows up at his home. Ruins his life again. Has to oh, man. start over again. Sure enough, Joker shows up and ruins his fucking life again. Like, it's amazing. It show, And, like, the whole time, like, it just, he get, the Joker gets more and more sadistic about it. Like, how he does it. He gets deeper. Like, just when this guy thinks he's lost it all, here comes the Joker with more terrible things to throw into this guy's shit list, you know? Like... Really good read. Highly suggest it. But I wish they had like a, a tie-in series to the to the the side that was going on the right. fighting. You know, the bad guys and the. So overall, Endgame. What did you guys think of it? A minus, A, A minus, somewhere in there. Not a plus, but it's a solid piece of work from Scott Snyder, and I'm glad we have it. Definitely. Was there anything that you guys wish would have been fleshed out more? Other than what we just talked about. Yeah, definitely that like villain team up at the end. I don't feel like they really did justice for the kind of build up they had for it in the previous issue and they just kinda of like kinda of pushed it away and they're like, Oh the great Dick Grayson, woo Let's do one thing really quick. Uh Kyle, favorite moment from the whole six I'm I'm gonna go back to issue thirty six and say my favorite moment is when Eric does his transformation back into the Joker and it's revealed that the Joker was kind of in the background the whole time messing around with Bruce cool Justin um when Batman is pretty much pleading to the villains you gotta help me to save the city I know like we have been at odds with each other for a while but like even you guys don't want the city to crash and burn because then you guys will be with like you guys are gonna die too it's like all these people are gonna be affected like it's either you help me to stop all this stuff so you can survive or get out of my way He's like, I don't have a plan, but, like, this is what we're just got to do. Right on. Mine would have to be the epic fight in issue 40, the Joker-Batman fight. Mm-hmm. That was just, that's, it's going to take a lot to top that one, I think. That was just, that was incredible. And, like, I missed so free. much stuff because I was speed reading through it. You definitely need to go through and re- take, just take, take it, it Because it was, like, such a page turner. Like, it was really, like, 
what's happening? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, and so I was like, not nah. Alfred got his hand cut off. Is this real? Like, like when episode, like episode thirty nine, but like issue thirty nine when that happened, I was like, oh my god, I need to, like, I need to get through yeah. this just to like. And so when I was doing that, I was like, I was missing so much, but I wanted to know what was happening. So like, I had to take that sacrifice to do that. Yeah, so much, so much stuff going on. Where did I really wish like this conversion thing wasn't gonna happen, so we could get like a real issue forty one of Batman because. So. Hopefully, convergence will give us something. To read, other than what we've heard, but we're not gonna get into that. This was the end game episode of Shanleyan on Batman. Make sure that you visit us on www.shanleyanonbatman.com. Check us out on Twitter at Shanleyan on Bat. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Shanleyan on Batman. Hit up Justin Shanleyan. At Shanleyan Batman? Yeah, his new no, name. Is that, no, it's Batman Shanleyan. Batman Shanleyan. Batman Shanleyan. Batman is all caps. Um, hit our own Kyle Davis up at... The Mr. Toodles. You can hit me up, Tom Harper, at Batman Bass Slap. Hit the show up at Shanleyan on Bat. Tell us we suck. Tell us whatever you want. Yeah, just like engage us. We want we want to hear what you guys think of the show. We've heard some positive things. We've heard some negative. Things. We've heard like a lot lately, which is weird. Yeah, they, like, when it rains, it pours, guys. So someone complained about our business cards, even. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what you gonna do? What they say? I don't. They tend to melt in fifty degree weather. Oh yeah, yeah, that in, thing. In then never mind. I'm not that gonna fifty get degree into melting it. points is the worst. Maybe. <laughs> We, we might do a scientific video about it, but we was, might go Bill Nye the Science Guy. Don't give away too much. We might have to, but uh, damn, what was this episode twenty nine? Twenty nine. Yeah. Then after we're gonna drop. Uh, we have we... a episode where we have Doctor <laughs> Stephen Lanley on Travis Stephen, according to Tom. <laughs> Kipton's going inside to... joke. Um, we're gonna do but that. It's Travis then... Lanley. Don't get me wrong. And then we have uh, Batman Forever commentary with Mark Hughes from Forbes Online. That's going to be coming up. So Lots of good stuff, guys. So for Shanley and I'm Batman, I'm Tom Harper. Justin Shanley and Kyle Davis. I am the knight. I am Batman.